Hi, friends, it's Vin Scully. It's time for Dr. Clapper. In sports, there's winning and losing and getting injured. That's why there's Dr. Clapper. Dr. Clapper is the former head of orthopedic surgery at Cedar sinai The Weekend Warrior Show with Dr. Clapper, presented by Cedar sinai Hey, Dr. Clapper. How are you? Saturday mornings from 7 to 9. Silence is golden when you can't think of a good answer. <laughs> yes, Doc, I love your show. Now, here he is, Dr. Robert Clapper. Welcome back, Weekend Warriors. Sitting here just thinking about one of the surgeries I did yesterday was revising the work of another orthopedic surgeon who did an ACL on this 30-year-old athletic individual. And they used the cadaver. They didn't use his own body parts. And uh, I always prefer. Doesn't mean it's wrong when other people use a cadaver. But I really love just rearranging the furniture in your knee using your own patella tendon. And that's what I actually did to this young man yesterday. And uh, took out all the stuff that they had put in there previously and did what I, what I would have done if I had met him the first time and did his first surgery. And I got news for you. He wouldn't be back for what I saw. It's almost like your body has to accept that foreign material. But if you use your own body parts, there's nothing to accept. You're just rearranging the furniture. You can read about it in the book, Heal Your Knees, that I wrote with Linda Yui. I got so many stories to tell, but I think uh, the clinic uh, has got to stay open because the lines are all lit up. Who are we going to now, Steve Paulette? Let's go all the way to San Diego. I think you passed San Juan Capistrano on the way to San Diego. Phil, maybe you know Ron in San Juan Capistrano. Welcome to the show, Phil. What do you do yeah. for? How old are you? What do you do for a living? I'll be sixty-four in July. What day in July? Wait, wait, wait! What day in July are you going to turn sixty-four? The thirteenth. I am going to turn sixty-four on July twenty-fourth of this July. Congratulations! I know we have a lot in common. Oh my God, that's a big day turning sixty-four, isn't it, Ron? I mean, you believe that we're sixty-four-year-old guys? We're out the cockers. This is unbelievable. <laughs> Where'd you go to high yeah, school? What you gone by fast. What, where'd you go to high school? What'd your father do for a living? Well, I went to San Pedro High School, wow. and my father was a com- commercial fisherman <gasps> his entire life. No way. Yes. What was the, the... Okay, you're sitting at the dinner table. Your dad is so excited because he saw or caught what? What happened? Well, he would catch a variable of types of fish, uh, mackerels, tunas, uh, whatever was in the net, anchovies. Uh, sea bass. Was there you know, ever a surprise a- fish that just, like he said, what was this fish doing all the way from New Zealand? Did you ever have that happen? No, I can't really say that I have. Mm. Did he smell like fish, your dad, and your mother complained? <laughs> well, if it was, I didn't notice it. It was just kind of a normal smell around the house. Wow. But I, no. The reason I, I say that is there used to be an appetizing score, store where I grew up, which was the only indulgent my father ever gave himself. He never took a vacation, worked all the time as a carpenter in the post office. But Sunday mornings, he would go to the appetizing store called Toddy's. That was the name of it, where there was sawdust on the floor. My mouth is watering already because I would just stand as the little kid. I would stand next to my dad and his turn would come and he'd order belly locks or Nova Scotia locks and whitefish. And, you know, it was just and he'd come back home and he would take hours 
to eat this way. Every bite, I would just, my hobby was just looking at his mouth, how he would devour every bite. He took his time and he enjoyed this appetizing so, so much. And I'll never forget my mother, she had to say something about Toddy. The guy's actually name was Toddy who owned it. And she said, can you imagine his wife? She has to smell this fish all the time because this is what he does for a living. And I'm like, really? I guess people could complain how you smell based on what you do for a living. All these years later, this is what's in my head. So anyway, I can only imagine being a fisherman. But what a great thing to be out on the water. What did your dad pass away from? Well, he was a heavy smoker earlier in his life, and he ended up having uh, heart failure. And after a couple of bypass surgeries, he was no longer a candidate, Mm. and it just took its toll. Yeah. And nowadays, they would have done a heart transplant on on him. That would have been a solution. Maybe, yeah. Cedar sinai we do more heart transplants than anybody else in the country. They do so many heart transplants at Cedars. I'm so proud of them because it's uh, it's remarkable to be able to give someone their life uh, back with someone else's heart. It's just awesome. All right. I'm happy to help what you do to yourself. Well, it's been about a year now, and I've been suffering from a lot of heel pain. I'm happy to say it has gotten a lot better. Mm-hmm. It's gone from, a, uh, from about a nine down to around a two and a half. Good. I've tried everything, Dr. Clapper, uh, the, um, orthotics, therapy, acupuncture, ice, uh, a little bit of Advil, and I just am tired of this ongoing discomfort now that's in my left heel. All right, so and, you need to, you need to uh, take me into your house right now and your body. And, when you say heel, so you can feel the calf muscles, you can feel the Achilles tendon, and you can feel the back of your heel— versus what you're walking on, which is the bottom of your heel. When you say heel, you're talking about the back of the heel or the bottom of your foot heel? I'm speaking of the bottom in, inner part of the heel. Okay, so you have, you have plantar fasciitis. And do they you told me that's what I suffered from. Okay, but... you want a clapper vision? You listen to the show, yes. you know what that is? Yes. All right, so here's what's going on with your foot, and here's what's going to be the answer for you. And you're going to get better? And you're not having surgery, and you're not letting them give you shots of cortisone, okay? And all those heel cups, right. you can throw them in the garbage. This is what That's you're going to do. Calling. So the arch of the foot, I have to keep looking at the clock because I can just go on and on and on and talk. I have to be good. I have to remember, I'm on radio and you're not in the office here. The arch of the foot is actually two arches. There's an arch that goes from your heel to the balls of the metatarsal heads, the ball of your feet. There's an arch going from toes to heel, that direction, but there is also an arch, 90 degrees to that arch, which goes from the inside of your foot, the arch, the big toe side, to the little toe side. There's an arch going actually in two directions, and it's actually like when Yosemite, you know how they have that place half dome? That's in essence what the bottom of your foot looks like. And what's really interesting, when the weather gets a little bit nicer and people are going to go to the beach or if you're already going to the beach, if you, if you listeners, Weekend Warrior Nation, take your shoes off because you're going to do that. You'll be at the beach. And you go where the sand is a little bit wet, where the ocean just came in, but it's not soaking wet. And you were to jump in the air, keep your feet together, and land with two feet together, and then jump out of that footprint of both feet. You know what you would see? That your footprint literally has made a dome. Because when you actually bring your two feet together, it forms a dome. Two half domes 
become a dome. It's, it's awesome. To create that dome, there is a canvas-like rope that goes from the heel bone, the calcaneus, to the toes, and that's the plantar fascia. And the clapper vision is a bow and arrow, like Robin Hood bow and arrow. Not, not these fancy ones that they use in the Olympics now, but a regular bow and, and, and a string. If you took the bow and arrow, the bow, and you held the bow with one hand and you put it on the floor so that it's an arch, the bow is off the floor and the string is touching the ground, your foot underneath your skin, the, the bones are the bow itself. The string at both ends is the plantar fascia. It never really becomes a fraying problem at the toe end, the metatarsal head ends, although any, everything happens, but not usually. The more commonplace at 64 years old for the fraying of the string as it attaches to the bow, you know how it starts to shred a little bit because it dries out, that connection, that is plantar fasciitis. It's so painful. Albert Pujols, God bless him, at the Angels had to deal with this. It, it haunts us all. Eventually, we all pretty much get it because we dry out as human beings. That's what the aging process is. So right away, what do they want to do? They shoot it with cortisone or they do surgery to cut it. And oh, they have, there's even foot and ankle surgeons, and I know them, and they're famous, that will tell you that you should break the bone of your heel and reset it as a solution for this. Can you imagine? You need to stay away from these folks because I need you to be holistic. How do you deal with the fraying that is causing so much pain? So I had her on as a guest years ago, Jill Miller. She invented a company called Yoga, Y-O-G-A, tune-up balls. She essentially took tennis balls and made them of different sizes, different thicknesses. You put it on the floor, hers, a yoga tune-up ball. You can buy them online. And you do a deep tissue massage, not just for an hour, three days a week. You do it for two minutes, but you do it every couple of hours. And that is a deep tissue massage. And what that will do is, over time, that will probably take you three, four weeks, it will force you to be stretching. Even though at your age, my age, we don't stretch things anymore. We tear them. But that deep tissue massage, kind of like rubbing a blister, it becomes a callus and it stops hurting. But deep down inside, if you do what I say, you will get rid of this pain. You'll keep it from coming back again. And that is the way you're going to get rid of your plantar fasciitis pain. Capiche? I capiche. All right. Again, you're, a total, you're a total stranger for me. I want you to find a total stranger today and do something nice for them. What are you? have another question. Well, I just, because early on during the diagnosis from various podiatrists, I did develop a huge bone spur on the heel. Correct. That's, you, that's, that's, you, that's exactly what I'm talking about. That's how I know you have yes. plantar fasciitis. And if you'll notice, I don't know if you got a chance to look at the x-ray, the spur feels like it's attack. It feels like the point is going straight down because that's how much pain you're in. But if you look yes. at the x-ray, you know what you're going to see? that it actually is a spur that's going horizontal. It's a traction spur. Why do you have that? Because as that uh, plantar fascia tears, microscopically, it bleeds. And as it bleeds, it calcifies. So it's almost like a, a, a candle lit with a fire, and it gets hot, and it gets more malleable and soft, and you can pull the candle apart while it's hot. You're essentially making the horizontal spur 
It's it feels like you're walking on a tack, but it's actually a traction spur. It's exactly an illustration of what I've just described to you. You're pulling on the anchoring side. You're pulling on the string that's on the bow, and it calcifies. That's what you have. If you do what I say, not in a week or two, but give it a month, you will start to feel better, and more importantly, it won't come back again. And you should do it on the other foot as well. I will. Thank you, Dr. Clapper. You better find a total stranger today. Do something nice for them. I will. Okay, young man. Thank Thank you you for calling. Appreciate it. All right, Warriors. I'm going to take a break. Talk for 15 minutes already. Oh, my God. Coming up next... I need to go over the, the sound bites that I made poor Steve Paulette pull. We need to talk about the Packers. I need you to hear this story. And you also need to hear the story of Live Aid, 1985 with Bob Geldorf, where the little guy succeeds. That's the key. He raised millions of dollars having people like Queen, who you're hearing now sing, raise money for famine in Africa. That's March Madness. When Oral Roberts University can beat Ohio State. When UCLA can beat Michigan State. This is the beautiful thing where the little guy, the mouse roars. That's what we're doing here today, Saturday, March 20th, on the Weekend Warriors Show. Coming up next, we'll get into some stories. Check out the Weekend Warrior Facebook Know Your Knee Post. One of the most complicated areas of the body. ACL, PCL, MCL, patella supplication. Really? Dr. Clapper translates the language of your knee on the Weekend Warrior Facebook page. Simply type in Weekend Warrior in the search bar and click on Doc's picture. Wow! Your knee feels better already. Damn right. Like, follow, and feel better with the Weekend Warrior Facebook page page.